Hello and welcome back to the Premier League project. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about England's 2-0 win against Albania. And I think we're going to get um, George's, and George's on the thing, as I've just obviously told you, um, to name his England 11 as well. So how are you anyway, George? I'm good, thank you. How about you? I'm not bad at all. I'm not bad at all. Anyway, for starters, what did you think about that game? Because for me, I, I, I don't want to criticise Gareth Southgate too much because Albania admittedly have got a few... Okay, players. I mean, they've got a few players that play in the Serie A, like they think the keeper and the right back do. Um, but it's, it's. I mean, you expect us to win. But what did you think overall? Were you happy with the result? I mean, a win's a win. Um, we'll come out with the points, but I just, I don't want to be too harsh, but we just look lifeless. I think we just, I think the only saving grace to that point is. Players like well, obviously Grealish and Abel, like Grealish and Foden and Mount, they're bringing like a an extra level of energy just because they're younger and the. I don't I don't really know why, but it's hard to explain. <laughs> they're just bringing like a lot of energy. It's just constant pressing, and they're trying to. But it's not enough to. It's a lot. I think what it is as well though, it's like because these games don't mean as much as usually when. So like when Mount plays for Chelsea in the top fours in the line. And he's really into tackles and aggressive and all that. Against Albania, you're probably just going to cruise past and win 2-0. So I get it. But it's for a fan to watch, when there's like you want to see the sort of high pressure and them losing the ball and winning the ball high up the pitch and putting yeah. them under. Whereas when it's just like we pass it around between Stones and Maguire for ages, it's just a bit dull, to be honest. No. <laughs> that, uh... I don't think that's actually Gareth Southgate's fault. Or it's just... Because I'd have thought he'd want to play high press. I mean, I'm, I could be wrong, but I would have thought you'd, that's what you'd want to do. But um, no, I I don't know where to put the blame today, to be honest. And I don't really want to blame too many people, as he said, because we won two 0 and it was really, really comfortable. I think they had that one chance in the first half, which they should have scored Albania, where Mount gave it away a bit sillily. But um, besides that, I thought yeah, England controlled it really from start to finish. Yeah, it was just just a bit without boring. really creating loads of chances. Yeah. Yeah. I think what, what one thing I want to mention about is, so Kane dropped in today like he did against Spurs. Uh, not like he did against Spurs, like he does for Spurs. I saw at half-time, I think Ian Wright and a few others were talking about the fact that he should be in the box. And I get that, but surely for me, if Kane drops deep, you want Sterling and you want... Who were playing at right wing? I'm trying Foden. to think. Foden. Yeah, you want Sterling and Foden, especially Sterling with the pace, to go in between the centre-half and the left-back. That's where you want him in that channel there, straight away. Like like you see for Liverpool with Mane and Salah, do you know where they make them runs across? Yeah. But with England, it just didn't happen. Like That's what Kane, Kane is praying at that point, for them to make that run. And it just didn't happen over and over again. So I don't really have a problem, actually, with Kane dropping deep. I just think if Kane does drop deep, if you want to do that, you've got to say the people in front of him to run on ahead and make, make the correct runs, and, and it just won't happen at all. No, I so think all it would happen is Kane would pick it up and then pass have to pass it backwards because there's no one to take forward to. Yeah, I think I think with Kane pushing back, like obviously both City players on each wing, we play very although it's wide, it's also like inverted runs. Um, I know that's what. So yeah. we're going towards, but today, like we were just so wide, we was they were very much wingers. Like we wasn't seeing them cut in too much. Like we saw glimpses, but it's almost like they were told play wide and with Kane coming back just that little bit more you'd need them to make the inverted runs like they do for City so well that you need the players to push into the middle but they were just staying wide still and like you said when Kane's 
dropping back a bit. Then you dart off, don't you? Far out wide, but there's no one in front of him. There's no runs go, going in front of him to make a pass. So, like you said, he has to pass it back or or try get some audacious pass over onto the wing. And I do get the point of of Kane then isn't in the box, but that happens all the time. Firmino was brilliant. He ain't really doing that well this season, but was brilliant for Liverpool. I know he played a bit different as well, but was brilliant at picking the ball up, turning and playing them passes to a Mane or to a Salah to put them through. And we just if you're gonna if you're gonna play with a striker like that, sort of in the false nine, that's what you need. And we just didn't for some reason we decided we're gonna play a false nine, but we're not gonna have anyone running on either. Which <laughs> is just idiotic to me. Yeah, yeah. But like Foden, that's what you see Foden all over the pitch, but it was very much like Right, you're playing right wing, stay on the right wing. And obviously, yeah. it's, that's a big transition from like how City play. We just rotate constantly. And and it seemed weird because he, he, he was quiet and, he's, and he, you can usually see some impact he has. Like He's growing every single game, but he was quiet today. And I think that's because he was told, play on the right wing, you're, right, you're right wing this game. Yeah, that's what I mean. And the problem with that as well is, which is why it hasn't been successful in recent years, for me, there's like there's not a lot of teams now that play with out and out wingers, do they? It's not a thing. It's more like you play your inverted wingers, and it means that then you can have fullbacks bombing on. But because they were so wide anyway, you almost can't have the overlapping run that has been so effective in modern day football from the fullbacks because there's nowhere to go because the wingers already there. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and I agree. Like with another city man, Walker usually he'd be darting round, uh, darting past the. Let's say on the right, right Foden, it would have been, um, it would have gone past him and tried to drill it in. And I think we saw glimpses of it from him and Shaw, but it just wasn't working because the wingers were so high and so wide, there was nowhere, like you said, there was nowhere really for him to go. So it, it's, it kind of seemed like he was trying to, with this, he had this match plan in, in mind, but he was also trying to p- pull off another match plan, if you get me. It's like he had two sets of tactics in his head yeah and they just didn't no i i the thing is as well when when we finally saw still in cutting side a bit the first goal comes because shaw bombs on the outside puts the ball and kane scores and you're like why haven't we been doing this all game long yeah still jolts inside creates the room gets Shaw on the outside he whips it in and kane scores perfect and then a few minutes later Sterling comes inside, crosses it through, and Kane nearly scores to make it 2-0. And you're thinking, what on earth? Why Why have it took us 35 minutes to find out that our fullbacks are not getting involved at all because our wingers are stood in the same position as the fullback should be on the overlap? But, you know. Yeah, but even after that, we we didn't carry on doing that. We didn't, oh, yeah, that, that, that worked, so let's try it again. And it was evolved back to our old method that wasn't working. Yeah, we yeah. didn't we didn't see any of that. Like we just sat back and just passed it around for the rest of the game. Obviously, Mount scored a bit later on. I just missed that goal. I went to the toilet, but um, it read, yeah, it is. I've only seen it. He rolled it into a far corner. Yeah, it, it it was just a bit lifeless. Where are you standing on on? The right back situation because obviously he's picked Walker today, and I think today he was sort of picking his strongest 11 in Southgate's mind. Where are you on Walker? What do you think he deserves to be in the team? I like Walker, I think I think he's a really good player. Obviously, he's been not playing as much football with Jao Cancelo playing the way he is, but 
I think I think Walker's brilliant. He's got to be in the in the team. Maybe not in the starting lineup because I would have still picked Trent to come in play these games. But no, I think Walker's a, a really good player. And so are you Walker over Reese James, then you think? Yeah, yeah, over Reese James, not over Trent. So Trent's number one, but then as a number two, you'd have Walker. Yeah. And See, that's where I differ. I'd, I'd, I'd still have, I'd have Trent as well starting, but then I'd, I'd have a Reese James as, as the second down. What I is just it? Mark going forward. Like his cross, his crossing is Reese James is he's absolutely superb. Mm. Not quite on Trent's level, but he offers a bit more defensively than Trent as well. So I think he's sort of a good balance, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I understand. I think I think it um, comes down to who you're playing. Let's say we need to play really attacking football and let's say Trent isn't available. I think Walker, just for his sheer pace, like, I, I, I don't know what it is. I just think Walker over James. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. He does offer, one thing Walker offers is his pace backwards, going backwards. He's so good in it, like defensively. Like if, if we sort of get caught out, he can sprint in and sort of, deal with it because he's so fast yeah and he and he's a he's a strong guy as well physically yeah, he is, yeah. he's an absolute he's, he's a big bruiser really isn't he but mm. he's really fast <laughs> so then moving on to a few other positions which have been a bit questionable and i'm i'm not on board with them, i don't know if you are we've got phillips playing now i'm a leeds fan so you think phillips surely you want him in the squad i'm not sure i do actually where would you sit because with that i think he's a very good player i think we saw him push up a bit more today yeah, uh, it was weird to say it. I haven't really seen that because usually Southgate likes to put out eight defensive players. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Phillips is quite far back, but no, he pushed up a bit more. And I don't think, I don't think he really proved that he can do it. And I think this was his chance to prove that going forward he can be helpful as well. But I, I really do like Phillips defensive wise. But I think I think he was just you didn't we didn't see too much of well we saw him up the field but he didn't have too much impact if you get me yeah no and I, th- I do think when it comes to defending as well you're having rice all day over phillips are you yeah yeah so f- for me I-, I don't know about you but i'd i'd be picking either mount or henderson next to him i'd go mount personally maybe in the bigger games henderson but normally mount yeah yeah um, anyway do you want to i'm trying to think of anything else that happened in the game but do you want to just transition on to your starting eleven, I think that's probably the best because I don't think there's much else to stay really. No, oh, no. I do want to mention as well. I thought John Stones was superb today. I, I did think he had a really, really good game. I'm glad to hear that because I'm a massive, massive lover of John Stones. I think he's brilliant. I'm not a lover of him. Didn't yeah, that, yeah that. you don't swing that way. I'm a big fan of we him. We don't have a problem with people who do swing that way. Just George doesn't. I, I, I just really like John Stones as a footballer. He, he's really he looked really confident and assured and I, I just thought he was really really good yeah he's anyway, just... should we go on to year 11 and we'll and we'll see where we go from there of course okay well, so... I did, for anyone that was thinking where's yours i did mine on the last um episode i'll, I'll quickly run over what i have i've got pope in net um trent Maguire, stones shaw um rice mount Foden in the 10, Grealish on the left, Sancho on the right, and Kane up front. So that's mine, but I discussed that in the in the previous episode, and we're going to go through George now, which we haven't we aren't seen yet. And funnily enough, I did, and we'll, we'll call George in the last one, but this is a different George, so we're going to see the, George number two's opinion. <laughs> go watch it. 
after you finish this yeah. episode. Don't turn off this. Go watch this. Go watch that after this. <laughs> okay. Game. So in there, Nick Pope. Not ma- not a massive fan of uh, Pickford. And uh, why is that? Why, what is it with Pickford then? Is he just he's got too many mistakes? Yeah, I think he's just a bit mistake prone. Like I'm not a massive fan of him. And I think Pope's a really good goalkeeper. I don't think Henderson's there just yet. Do you think um, he's the one that could come through? Because I was talking to my dad about this in the game. I think, for in say, five or three years down the line, I think Henderson is that keeper because I just think he does offer a bit of both. He's just not ready yet, if you know what I mean. I think the only way that will happen is if either he leaves United or De Gea leaves United. Yeah, because at the moment they're playing sort of a, a two-man a two man role for one man, aren't they, really? Yeah, yeah, and that never really goes down well, so... Uh, I, th- I think I think he needs to leave United or De Gea needs to leave United. I yeah, the problem is you just can't get rid of De Gea, can you? He's on three <laughs> no. week, three hundred fifty grand a week, and I don't think anyone pains that. No, uh, right back, I've got Trent. Yeah, so uh, you're going in a bit about Trent because you you've questioned him in the past, haven't you, for his defending? What do you still think the attack just gives him so much that he's yeah, yeah? I mean, I don't. I think Walker's a better defender, but like I say, every time I come on here, it seems the game's evolving. You, you see your fullbacks a lot higher up the pitch now, and you, they're almost in the build-up play. And I think Trent offers that a lot more than Walker does. He's, he's more of a, an intelligent player, isn't he, Trent, somehow? Like, Walker yeah. seems to do some silly yeah. things here and there. Like, we did that flick today, I don't know if you saw it, when he, and then he ended up giving away a foul and getting booked. And it's like, what are you doing here? Whereas Trent doesn't do that for me. He's a bit more... He just he just can't defend as much as well. That's that's yeah yeah. Um, centre backs, uh, I've got Stones and Connor Cody. Right, I I agree with Stones. Connor Cody, I don't go into this because I don't like him in a two. I I I don't know what it is about Cody, but I I just he, he just he's he's like a leader and and I don't think yeah, Maguire's a good enough leader. I don't like Maguire at all. I think no, he's useless. You've never been a fan of Maguire, have you? <laughs> I just think he's useless and... I mean, that's a bit harsh. No, I just he's, don't he's like He's really it. good in the air, though, isn't he? Like, that is true. Like, yeah, he's, he, he, he's got a big head so he can edit away or edit in. He's also about well, well five or something as well. Well done. <laughs> I, I don't know what it is about Conor Cody. I think... I I I just like him as a player and I like the way Wolves play. And obviously, he's captaining them. He plays every single game. Uh, I just like the way... You don't like England players on how the, how Wolves play. You know what I mean? <laughs> I just like I, Cody. I, I, the one thing I've got... I, I'm, I like Cody. I think he's quite a good centre-half. I just don't know quite if he's as good as Maguire because I just don't... I, and also, I'm worried about him playing in the two because I've seen it a bit for Wolves this year when they've been trying to play far at the back and it just hasn't worked at all. So... I'm not sure. I'm not sure on Cody myself, but I, I'd go I think he'll get a few more minutes behind him, and then we'll we'll really get to see how he is in in a four. Having uh, said that, though, I would I would pick. I think as like the third person, I would have Cody. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So like I take I take Cody to the squad. I think he's better than Mings and and Michael Keane. Yeah, definitely. Um, left back. I've just changed my mind from what I told you before with started recording uh Chilwell right Luke Shaw yeah, I'm, I'm interested to hear this because I'm sure all the way you see um I'm just not sure with Shaw I mean great see what I did there thank you yeah. um 
obviously brilliant assist today, brilliant cross. And this season he's completely changed how he how he plays, just like John Stones. He's he's kind of coming to his own himself and he's he's doing very well, but I think for the same reason as Trent, I think going forward Chilwell's just that little bit more helpful, like with the passing and the crosses and I just and I just don't more an intelligent footballer again, Martin. Yeah, I think I think that might be what it comes down to. And I just I just don't think this this hot streak for Shaw will keep up. I just don't see it happening. So you think he's more he's playing he's on form at the moment rather than he's just this good? Yeah, definitely. This this year. <laughs> he's in good so, form. I'm guessing then you you won't be surprised if next year he goes back to sort of Shaw last year. Oh no, I'll I'll, I'll be surprised if he keeps it up <laughs> how he's playing now. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he just completely flops again next next year. Fair um, enough. I mean, I I don't agree with that one. For me, we chill with the with that debate. Chillwell, I just don't. I'm, I question him a bit defensively. I also think that um, he's not getting in the team at Chelsea, which is a bit of a sign. Whereas Shaw's getting in the team over Alex Tellers at Man United, which although it, it's not really, it's about the player, not thing. I think that is quite a good sign of and how good. Sort of each player is. Yeah, so for me, for me, I'd, I'd be going, I'd be going Shaw, but okay, okay, I respect that. Um, we've got three-man midfield with we're Henderson. We're playing like a four-three-three then. For, yeah, four-three-three. Three. Henderson, right. defensive midfielder. Right. Few options there. Henderson. I'm, I'm not a massive fan of Henderson. Like for Liverpool, for England, I, th- uh, I don't know what it is, but. I think he's just got to be in the team because he's a good player. I'm he's not... a good leader as well, isn't he? He's yeah. Experienced at the top level, good leader. Yeah, and I think, again, he's intelligent. He winner. knows the game. So... Probably one winner, sort of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And then just in front of him, we've got both Ford and, and Mount. That's interesting because that's not very defensive. So, no. is this the sort of team that you'd play in every game or is it just, this is just for sort of Scotland and teams like that? I think this is just a... I want to see us score some goals, so I'm going for a red light subconsciously. You're, go, you're going for the 7-5 sort of games, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of bored of seeing us bag two goals against Armenia or whatever, whoever we should play. Yeah, Albania. Yeah. Albania, same difference. Um, so I've just gone for a really attacking lineup because this you is have, how I would play this England team. What, just... um, Balls to the wall, sort of thing. Pretty much. I'd say what it'd be good, brilliant to watch. I'm, I'm liking the look. Yeah. I hope sat there bored watching England ever again because I tweeted out in the first half watching England's a chore with with your with the George um, Henry Nelson regime. It sounds like we're going to be having some reek games. Get get me in there. Get me in yeah, there. Southgate. Nelson in. Nelson in. I'm interested to see why you add Declan Rice because for me he's been superb this year and he's only going to get better. So. Is it just because you want just attacking players everywhere? <laughs> Ask me in a year after the year, or even after the Euros, I might end up picking Rice over Henderson in this team. But but I, I think so I, it's Mount and thingy mainstays then Mount and Ford and you're like they've got to be in this team, hundred percent. Yeah, maybe not, enough. maybe not in this central midfield. Maybe Ford and on onto the wing and Rice comes in, but all depends on who we're playing, I guess, for me to put out that lineup. <laughs> Alright, okay. Um, right, on, the on, the right, right, then. on the right, easy option, Jaden Sancho. 
you see, you say easy option for me. I don't know if it is an easy option because we've got so many wingers. Like we've got Rashford. I mean, you, well, actually, first before we go on to that, have you got left wing? You won't like this, Raheem Sterling. Yeah, I'm not liking that. I'm, I'm hating that actually. He can't finish. I've been saying he, he's, he's, well, one he's not he's, a striker. People go, he's a one in fact, He's a one four. He's not a one in since the start of 2017, that's only been three players that have scored more Premier League I'm goals. I'm not bothered. You can stats. Stats are absolutely not. The, the reason why stats are so crap and useless is because of people like Raheem Sterling. It makes out he's a good finisher. He's not. People no. go, oh yeah, he's a one in two. But he still scores. But he's Sterling's not a one in ten. He's a one in ten player. You give him ten chances, he scores once. He had a chance today. He missed the ball. You think he couldn't even couldn't connect with the thing, never mind get it on target. Just even touch the damn thing. He is shocking in front he's, of goal. He's not a goal scorer. He's but what's he he's in involved team? in every single move. Like what but Rashford <laughs> couldn't be. I, I just I think I think Sterling's better than Rashford. How about Grealish then? Grealish is a wonderful player. Why is it why is Donkey Sterling who can't score getting in over Grealish? I think Grealish should come on at half time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for Sterling after he's missed four chances, then Grealish gets but, one and he goes in the top corner. <laughs> I'm not happy with that selection at all. Uh, I, I, I knew you wouldn't be. I knew you wouldn't. I can hear hashtag Sterling out. I'd even have Saka over Sterling. <laughs> I'd Jack Harrison, get him on. I'm sure he can do a job. God. No, Ster- I get Sterling, but his final ball, not just not just shooting, but even crossing his final ball, he's absolutely awful. He's one of them players, he'll beat five men and you think, my God, he's messy. And then you'll he'll, he'll hit it five miles wider than goal and you'll think, no, he ain't messy. He's Raheem Sterling and that's what he does. That's what he's like. <laughs> Shall we move on? He's messy and then he turns into a plumber. <laughs> that's what he is. Jesus. Up but front. Anyway. Up front. Calvert Lewin. No, you're joking. No, I'm joking. It's yeah, Harry <laughs> I mean, my joke was, if it's not Calvert-Lewin, it's Bamford, lad. That's no, oh, I'm joke. I should have said Bamford. Yeah. Oh, no, good. Hurricane. No, that's an absolutely horrendous quote. <laughs> any, any sort of remote challenge for Kane? Besides the fact he couldn't get injured? Jamie Vardy, I guess. Yeah, but he's retired, hasn't he? Is he retired from international football? Yeah, yeah that's why he ain't playing last. Oh, I didn't even We're know. We're on this podcast, as you can tell. You know, we, we know a lot. We, we're good inside. Very professional. Yeah. We know what we're doing. Yeah, we do, we do. Anyway, I think so. If you rang Jimmy Vardy and said, will you start? He'd start, but, I mean, you wouldn't do that because you're starting Kane. Yeah. Oh, or you could play like a four, you could play two midfield and just put four and mountain midfield and then have four attackers and play two strikers with Vardy and Kane. That'd be unbelievable. I think I think we'd score a few goals. I think we'd. I feel like we'd concede a few, especially with Maguire at the back. <laughs> no, that's why we need Connor Cody. Right. So, <laughs> <laughs> fair enough. Are you saying then that England squad is winning the Euros? Definitely. Your your England squad or Gareth Southgate's? My England squad. Yeah. <laughs> that is. Right. Are, are you backing your creation then? Oh, 100%. I think final it'd be like England France final score nine eight. I mean, fair enough. We've got. I mean, we as I said, we give good insight. That is, that is the finals happen a lot. Yeah. Fair enough. Kane's gonna score about six. <laughs> Still, well, it's gonna 
Score three. Looking into the future then, getting your... No, I'm about to say getting your knockers on. It's not really that. Getting in a time machine and jumping forward. Where are we finishing in the Euros? Um, I think it all depends on how Southgate puts out the team. Let's say yeah. he's, been, he's kind of been changing the way he is because he's very defensive. Like, like I said, he's defensive. He's five at the back with two on the midfielders, which I applaud Southgate for. That was That is impressive. It's. I think if he does that, quarters. I think if he starts letting his attacking players attack and not making Phil, not telling Phil Ford, and he has to stay on the right wing. <laughs> I think if if he plays more attacking players and he lets the attackers attack rather than just sit back, hold on to the ball, and wait for the odd chance to come. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a possibility we could win it. No, you're, you, you see. A lot of people have been telling me this. I'm really not on that hype train at all. I honestly think we might go out in the groups. I, I, and I know this is controversial, but how England is it to lose to Scotland and then lose to Croatia and then draw like nil-nil with Czech Republic and end up on one point? Like I, I'm literally... see, I can see Scotland... McTominay going off in celebration as he scored in the last minute to make it McSauce 2 McSauce isn't going to even... I, I just see it. I can, George, I can't get it out of my head. It's coming home, Scott Worrell. It's not, lad. It really isn't. We play. I think we play like France in the quarters or something. Or like, there's a group of death in there that's got. We played that group of death. That one of them teams in the quarters, if they obviously go through. Easy. Line I, with, I just line I up with George really, Nelson. Line up, winning it. I feel like there's a lot of people that because we did quite reasonable in the last one. Bear in mind, we did reasonable on paper. If you look at the actual teams we played, we didn't. We just we lost every team that was remotely good, and we beat every team that was crap. So, I mean, well done there. But um, we've been crap. We've been so bad for so long. Like, besides the semi-final we finished in the last one, we were getting, we got knocked out by Iceland and then we got knocked out in group stages in, in Brazil. So, I really, I, I, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not, I'm really not on the hype train at all. Time will tell. You might end up coming around. And the thing is, I'm going to convince myself, I know this is going to happen closer to the time, that we're going to be able to do it. And then I'm just going to be disappointed like him every single time at major tournaments. Anyway, we're going to win the Euros. And on that note, George, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, mate. <laughs> and um, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye for now.